Shalom, shalom, Israel, giving all praises to the Most High and to His Son, Yahweh Shai. Uh, coming at you with another Monday class. T title of today's class is Curse, Be the Curse the Whisper and the Double Tongue. Uh, the thing is, we don't, as Israelites, we don't realize how much we really are double-tongued in our lives. How much we are whispers in our lives because we've been trained in Babylon to say whatever comes to our mind and to not really keep track of what we say. You know, as a nation, when we raised in our own homeland, your father would teach you how to make sure that you keep in a keeping a proper account, keeping a proper record, keeping a proper report so that you're not always, you know, forgetting things that you say or running your mouth about things that you shouldn't be talking about. See, the thing about being a whisperer is when you're speaking on things that you have no business speaking on, or when you're speaking on somebody behind their back, when you got a negative uh, uh, conversation about your brothers and your sisters, and then when you're being a double tongue, you can be say, talking to somebody right in their face and be lying to them and be making it sound sweet. Matter of fact, pull up this video so I can show you exactly what I mean. See, people thinking that the whisper and the double tongue is just a dude that say, you, you ask him, is the sky blue? He say, no, it's green. You thinking that's the whisper and the double tongue? The whisper and the double tongue can be your best friend. It can be your sister that you've been in the truth with for five years. And you're thinking that that sister or that brother is on point 100. And it turned out they've been lying to you for the last five years. Because that double tongue, that take a level of skill. Play this, Ock. What is double speak? Double speak is language designed to evade responsibility. Hold on, pause it. He said language designed to evade responsibility. That means that your job is to do something or you messed something up or you didn't do something you were supposed to do or you said something to somebody that you wasn't supposed to say and you have a specific type of language that you use to avoid looking bad or to avoid responsibility or to avoid getting in trouble. That is doublespeak. You thinking that, oh, I'm not technically lying but you using a serpent, certain type of type of language to avoid getting the correction that you need or to avoid getting the judgment that you are due, that you deserve. Play on. Pleasant Pleasant, the uh, Basically, it's language that pretends to communicate, but really doesn't. Pause it. A lot of brothers and sisters in the truth are pretending to communicate, but are not really communicating. That means they'll have a good talk in the in the truth but there'll be at no action behind it they'll tell you yeah brother i'm gonna take care of that and then two weeks later you're like where what, what happened oh you know i forgot double speak because they real good at uh, telling you they're gonna do something and then never actually putting any action behind it you got a sister that say uh uh yeah i'll i'll, I'll make that for the feast or i want to do more work and then you give her a project and she don't really complete it right or she do 50% because she really just wanted to look good by offering but never really had the action to back it up. That is double speak because you saying one thing to cover up the dirt that's really underneath. Play on. Language designed to mislead while pretending not to. Play on. Pause it. It's a language designed to mislead while pretending not to. So someone come and ask you a question, say, did you do this or did you not do this? The person that's doing the double speaking is the person that's using all the words, all the language. 
they saying, well, this happened and that happened and, you know, maybe or maybe not or this and that. That is doublespeak. So it's letting you know it's language to mislead while pretending not to because they're going to be like, yeah, I'm telling you the whole truth and nothing but the truth. But really, they haven't told you everything around the truth. And we know this because if you go to a job interview, you do the same thing. You go to a job interview, the, the dude asks you, what was your last position? You was a janitor, right? You're going to tell them, you know, I was head of sanitation solutions at uh, such and such job. Uh, I, I trained new incoming employees and, and had an integral part in the day-to-day uh, -day life with the uh, upper-up CEOs and the, and the CFOs. Aki was a janitor. You you should could have just said janitor, but instead, but see, there ain't no problem with doing that because I play Esau every day. They're gonna tell me, what did you do in your last job? You know, I was a tech support manager, supervisor, hiring manager. I tell them all that. But see, we gonna do that to Esau, and then we're gonna come right back in the truth, and we're gonna do that to our own people too. You gonna come up to you can bring it back to me, bro, for a second. The thing is, you gonna come up in the truth. And you're going to tell a brother, yeah, man, I used to build houses, man. I used to be, uh, you know, I, I, I built the house from the ground up. Really, all you did was you went in there and laid some, 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 floor, some floorboards. So technically, you did build it from the ground up because you laid the floor, but you really didn't do what you're what you saying that you did. So you, you get taken out to the, to, the, to the building site for the new uh, camp house that we're trying to build, and then Ock don't even know step one. Because he used that double speak on the peoples in the truth. The men's of Lord. You got a sister that come in here, man, say, yeah, man, I've been sewing for 15 years. She sewed once 15 years ago. And now she's going to say she's been sewing for 15 years. Those are two different things. So our peoples, we use double speak on our own peoples on a regular basis. See, play on. Make it big. Consciously. Oh, yeah. Oh, go back a couple seconds. Press the little arrow. Press the left arrow. Yeah, uh, all right, that's good. Pre pl play it. To communicate, but really doesn't. Is language designed to mislead while pretending not to? Is it done consciously? Oh, yes, very consciously. Pause it. He say, is it done consciously? He say, yes, it is done very consciously. See, you're going to have brothers that's going to go and do that double speak with the female real quick, man. You're going to have a sister coming to the truth. He's been watching her for a little bit. He's going to go and he's going to spit them real clean words with a, yeah, sister, you know, I'm a, uh, I'm a executive. I'm an executive officer over here. I'm not really an officer, but, uh, I, I, you know, I'm kind of the head honcho around this mug. Uh, also I have a high paying job and a, you know, however many square foot apartment, then you get back and they living in a garage and they and they and they the least trusted soldier in the entire camp. See, that's our peoples. They use double speak on their own peoples. You got a sisters. Sisters be doing the same thing. They'll go to the man and say, yeah, I know how to cook. I know how to clean and all this. Yeah, she know how to clean the top layer, but she don't really know how to clean. She know how to cook beans, but that's all she know how to cook. Our peoples, they use double speak on their own peoples. See? Play on. Because not a slip of a tongue or a mistaken use of language is exactly the opposite. Is language used by people who are very intelligent, very sophisticated in the use of language, and know 
that we can do an awful lot of language. Pause it. Who is more intelligent and more sophisticated with language than our people? That's all I need on that. Who? So our peoples, even though Esau are the ones that's really, those are the ones you look at. You say, who uses double speak? You say Esau. Man, we the ones that's really got it locked down, though. We the, we the really intelligent ones. So we know how to use it against Esau, but the sad thing is we also use it against our own peoples. And then you got peoples who try to use it against leadership. Then you got people who try to use it against their sisters. You got people who try to use it against their brothers. Then you got people who try to use it against people that just come into the door. Give me Ecclesiastes 5 and 1. The book of Ecclesiastes, verse 5. Chapter, chapter 5. 5, verse 1. Read. Keep thy foot when thou goest to the house of God. What does keep thy foot when thou goest to the house of God? What do that really mean? Because we, we pull it. Oh, in the street corner all the time. But what is keeping thy foot really mean? It means changing your ways. You got to become a new man. You can't bring that old foot into the house of God. You can't bring that old man into the house of God. A lot of people are still bringing that old player player into the house of God. Everybody they meet, they used to lie to out, out in the world. Because in the world, Christianity don't teach you not to lie. So when you was out in Christianity in the world, you thought Jesus loved everybody. He's a white man. You know, he going to come and he going to save us and he going to throw flowers around. You was lying to everybody. You lied to your wife. You lied to your brothers. You lied to your sisters. You lied to your boss. You lied to your co-workers. You lied to pastor. You lied to your children. You lied to everybody because you didn't know any any better. You just thought that's how things were. See, in the Esau, I'll tell you in a heartbeat, it's an integral part of this society. You can't be a congressman without being a liar. You can't. You have to be able to use proper doublespeak because... I remember they had a doctor killed killed one of their patients during surgery by slitting their throat. Right? They called it they called it a professional misadventure. They're not gonna call it, oh, I slit her throat. It was a mistake on my part. They call it a professional misadventure, which makes it sound a lot better than it is, right? So what they're gonna say is you know, the temperature rising all over the world and, you know, natural disasters are happening. What they're going to say, oh, there's a slight increase in biometric temperature on the Fahrenheit level. You don't know what that is. You think, OK, the scientists must got it. And they saying the exact same thing you saying that nature is fighting back. So what they going what they what, what do they call the slave times now? Don't they call it indentured servitude? Ain't it the, ain't it the same thing? But they're going to use that double word to make you feel like it's okay. So don't they use uh, different words for different uh, uh, jobs nowadays? They're going to say that uh, they're going to say that the, the what the what the, the stripper is now. What a call girl. You don't know what the little kid don't know what a call girl is. You call her up. Double speak. So another one, the Department of Defense. They're going to call it the Department of Defense. But that's just double speak for the Department of War. Department of Destroy Other Nations. The Department of Make America Look Good. It's just, but they're going to call it the Department of Defense because Department of Defense sounds good. Our peoples do the same thing, man. Our peoples do the same thing. They gonna, you're going to be lazy as hell. But what you going to call yourself? You're going to call yourself, yeah, uh, I'm a little... Uh, what, what, what do they call it? You know, I guess I'm a little bit of a, a bear. 
or I'm a little bit of a, a you know, a, a, cave, a cave bear or something. You know, you're going to make it sound cute when you really just slothful as hell. That's called being that's called being in sin. Read on. And be more ready to hear. And be more ready to hear. Read. Than to give the sacrifice of food. Read. For they consider not that they do evil. We're going to come back to that. Give me Psalms chapter 15 and verse 1. Let's see. It say, keep thy foot when thou goest into the house of God. Change your ways when you goest into the house of God. Change your life when you become an Israelite. Read that up. The book of Psalms, chapter 15, verse 1. Read. Lord, who shall abide in thy tabernacle? So it's saying, Lord, who shall abide in thy tabernacle? Who going to come into this truth and really do your work? Who going to come into your, this truth and be a part of that one-third of that 144? Who going to come into this truth and be a part of that leadership or a part of that soldier? Who going to come in this truth and be a respected man, Israelite man or respected Israelite woman? Read on. Who shall dwell in thy holy hill? Who shall dwell in the holy hill? Read. He that walketh uprightly. Only he that walketh uprightly. What does walking uprightly mean? That means there can't be no crookedness about you. Can't nobody look at you and say, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. They got to look at you and say, yep, that is what I see is what I'm getting. Brother showing me that he's upright. That's exactly what he does. He's showing me that he's about the most high business. That's exactly what he does. Everything he does is upright. Read on. And worketh righteousness. And worketh right and worketh righteousness. Because when you got somebody that's double tongued, they gonna say they work righteousness, but then you look at their actions and you look at the amount of work that they do, and you look at everything they touch, and you see, is it is it righteous? Does it come out looking good? Do they have fruits that look like they come from a good tree? Or are they all bad fruits? Everything they touch turns to rot. They don't ever say they they don't ever do what they say they're gonna do. Read on. And speaketh the truth in his heart. And do what? And speaketh the truth in his heart. And speaketh the truth in his mind. Because when you got a whisper or a double tongue, the biggest lie they tell is that is to themselves. Sometimes they'll be looking like, hey, I'm not lying. Because they done lied to themselves for so long. They you going they gonna tell you, yeah, I'm I'm fluent in Spanish. They've been lying to themselves for five years to think that they can speak some Spanish. Then they get in here. They tell you, I'm fluent in Spanish. Somebody go, duh, 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 duh. and they're looking at you like, uh, they suddenly find out they ain't fluent in Spanish because they've been lying to themselves for so long. Our people, they lie to themselves, man. All the time. You got a man, a brother that barely make any money. Don't be trying to improve his life. He, uh, you know, he, he, he live in a garage. The, the brother don't, he's slothful. He don't have nothing going for him. And he lied to himself and he think he the top dog in the, in the camp. He come in there with his head held high, chest puffed up, thinking that he top dog because he lied to himself every day. He look around his mess of apartment. He say, you know what? I work too hard to clean this place up. That's that's what he say. Read on. He that backbiteth not with his tongue. And that backbiting, that's talking against your brother or your sister behind their back. Backbiting. He that backbiteth not with his tongue. Read. Nor doeth evil. To his neighbor. Nor doeth any evil to his brother or his sister. Read. Nor taketh up a reproach against his neighbor. Those are the people that will come into the holy tabernacle. Not, nothing else. So he's saying if you don't do no evil, 
Don't do no backbiting. Don't take up no reproach against your neighbor. That is one of the major sins in our nation is running their mouth. That is one of the biggest problems with our nation is hating on their brothers and hating on their sisters. And even if they do have that hate, they can't resolve it. They have to go and tell somebody else. Did you hear this? Did you hear the sister did this? Did you hear that brother did this? Did you hear that sister did this? Girl, did you did you know what what's going on over there? That is one of the major problems with our people because we can't go to leadership with that kind of stuff because we know that they will shut it down. So what our people do, they go to the brother right next to them that they know is weak in the spirit and they go, they're going to run their mouth. But give me Ecclesiastes 7 and 1. Let's see why that is such a major sin backbiting against your brother. Why is backbiting against your brother such a major sin? Why is whispering behind your brother's back such a major sin? Because you would look at it like, I guess some people look at it like they didn't do that. They didn't do something that bad. I guess because when you tell them they fought, they're going to look at you like, damn, well, I, I, you know, I didn't kill the brother. I didn't do something that was bad. You know, I just said something, you know, my bad. I apologize. My bad. But they don't understand the severity of what they've done. Read that out. The book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 7 and verse 1. Read. A good name is better than precious ointment. So when you backbiting against your brother, you destroying his good name. So it say a good name is better than any precious ointment. That brother been working hard for years to build up his good name. That brother been working hard for years to make sure he's a trusted member of the body. That sister been working hard for years to make sure that the body trusts her to take on a certain responsibility. They've been working hard for years to build up their good name just to have a sister come in here, start hating, start spreading rumors, and now her name is tarnished with rumors, with gossip. Now that brother's name is tarnished because you wanted to spread rumors about him. Now he got to have his name called out. Now he got to go to the back. Now he got to talk with leadership when he shouldn't even had nothing to do. He should have just been left to his own devices. A good name is better than precious ointment. But they be thinking they didn't do nothing that bad, man. What happened? What, what would happen if you never got caught? What if you spread that them rumors about that brother and that sister and nobody ever said anything to you and now you destroyed that brother and that sister's name after all the hard work they did? But then they're going to walk up in the school and they're going to hit you with that shalom, bro. They're going to hit you with that shalom. When they really are just double-tongued. Which means they're going to come in there and they're going to say, yeah, I keep the commandments. And they're really not keeping the commandments. A double tongue. Because they're going to tell you, yeah, I'm a righteous sister of the Most High. And then they're going to go home and they're going to take off their dress and they're going to take off that head wrap. And they're going to get in their skin tights and eat that pint of ice cream and they're going to watch their show. Scandalous. That's what they're going to do. They don't really have nothing that they do. When they, when they leave here on the Sabbath day, they go home and they a nigga again. There's no, there's no, there's no separation. You might see them out in the streets, got their dress on. You might see them have their fringes on. But do they read their Bible? No. See, do they do 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 they speak of the Lord outside of outside of when it's Sabbath day? No. When they when they mama called them, are they talking about mama? You need to start keeping the commandments. No. A lot of these sisters and a lot of these brothers, man, when they when they not in the spirit, they family called them up. They don't mention nothing about the Lord. They don't. The family big dad dad call them up. Hey, what's going on? Hey, Dad, what's happening? And then, hey, you know, I was planning on going fishing. You want to come? Yeah, yeah, I want to come. They go spend the whole day with Dad going fishing. Don't really mention nothing about the Most High. Go fishing with Dad. 
He he out there smoking a cigar. Oh, dad, you know I don't smoke the cigars. But you still hanging out with him. You still you still uh fishing with him. And that's all you say to him? You don't pull no scripture or nothing? Because they got a double tongue. Read on. And the day of death, then the day of one's birth. Give me Psalms 15 and 4. Let's go back. Read that. The book of Psalms, chapter 15 and verse 4. Read. In whose eyes a vile person is, con is contempt. So when you really coming into the most high house and are accepted of him, anybody that's spreading rumors, anybody that's speaking behind somebody's back, anybody that got that, that mouth that don't want to speak the truth, that don't want to be real, that don't want to be transparent, they're going to be contemned by the righteous man. That means they're not going to really mess with him like that. And that person, because he got that hating spirit on him, he got that double tongue spirit on him, he got that whisperer spirit on him, he's going to be hating more and more. He's going to whisper more and more. He's going to spread rumors more and more because he don't like that somebody don't mess with him now. But brother, you done shooed who you were. Read on. But he honoreth them that fear the Lord. But he going to honor them that fear the Lord. That's why the people that actually are... When you come talk to them about that gossip, they're like, nah, nah I'm, I'm good. That, matter of fact, a lot of them end up hating because they go gossip to the wrong person. What that dude do? He go right to the leadership. Hey, did you know brother over here was saying this and that? Did you know sister over here was saying this and that? Then they come over to you and talk to you. You looking at the brother like he betrayed you. Or you looking at the sister like they betrayed you. No, they fear the Lord. But see, they going to look at you like, hey, you, you, you sold me out. You supposed to be my brother. Brother, you supposed to be their brother. What happened to that? You supposed to be the brother of the person that you was talking about. What happened to that? Read on. He that sweareth to his own hurt. He sweareth to his own hurt. Read. And changeth not. And changeth not. He not going to change the way he is. He going to be the same brew day in and day out. That's the brother that you're looking for. That's the situation that you're looking for. But when you got somebody that's gossiping, one day they're going to be gossiping. They're going to be in their feelings because gossip, it comes from emotions. Double tongue, it comes from emotions. You're afraid of getting in trouble or you mad at this person. So you're going to say something behind their back or you sad about something that happened in your life. So you're going to come in here. You're going you're gonna to say something about somebody else because you feeling like you got to drag them down to your level. It always comes down to emotions. So when you got somebody that's emotional, one day they're going to come in here and they're going to gossip. They're going to be mad. Next day, they're going to feel bad about it. They're going to be like, damn, I shouldn't have done that. They're going to be out the spirit. They're going to be in there. They ain't going to pray. They're going to be reading their Bible. They're going to be just like, damn. And then next day, they feeling bad because they wasn't in the spirit yesterday. So they right back to gossiping because they in their emotions again. And now they talking about something or they over there whispering over here or they over here lying. Then they're going to come into the school and they're going to act like they was in the spirit the whole week. And they really was only in the spirit. Never, because you, if you're in the spirit, you don't get out the spirit. But they're going to come into the school. They're going to act like they was in the spirit. You're going to ask them, hey, sister, what would you do this week? Oh, you know, I was in my Bible. Oh, you know, I was uh, just praising the Lord. Then you're going to ask the brother, hey, brother, what would you do this week? You know, I was just focusing on the work and doing the work. And, you know, I had to teach a couple of people over here. And, you know, my, my pops called me. I had to rebuke him and everything. They're going to give you that full story. Same way they give that boss in the, in the interview the full story. Uh, tell me a time when you had to uh, overcome a tough situation. Oh, I make that up every single time. Uh, they gonna tell me, uh, tell me a time can you overcome a tough situation? Well, you know, uh, so I had a coworker that choked, and I had to give him the Heimlich, and then I bring him back to life, and he 
you know, he thanked me and he named his child after me. It was the greatest moment of my life. And they're going to give that same story to the to the leadership. They You're going to ask him, hey, bro, what'd you do this week? Oh, you know, I just saved a couple people's lives. Uh, they came up to me. They asked me what I was. And I and I spent three hours giving them scriptures and, and teaching them the word. And then my dad called me and he cried to me. And I said, dad, come to the school. And he said he was going to come. But I don't think he's going to show up. That's what they're going to tell you. Read on. Hold up. Give me Sirach 5 and 9. Problem with our peoples is they don't think that they're going to get caught in their lives, too. They thinking that they're going to be that, that double tongue group or that double tongue sister that, or that whisperer. They're going to be that liar. They're going to be that person that, that got that, 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 uh, that uh, mischievous talk about them. And they're going to see this class and they're going to be and, and I guarantee you, once you hear about double tongue and you have a double tongue, it cuts you automatically because you know you have it. Didn't it just say that they are very conscious of what they are doing and they're very intelligent people and they know exactly what they're doing? So if I'm telling you about the double tongue person and the whisperer person, you're getting cut. You're already going to know. And then what they're going to do, they're going to come into the class the next week and they're going to act like, oh, yeah, I never did see that class. What was you talking about? See, read that. I the book of the Sirach, chapter 5 and verse 9. Read. When now... Not with every wind. It's a winnow, not with every wind. That means you're not going to change, read. And go not in every way. And go not into every way because people that always run their mouth in places that they shouldn't or always talking about something they shouldn't, they still trying to find themselves, for real. Because if they had found themselves in the laws and commandments of God, they would be rooted and grounded and stable. But because they still having that gossiping spirit, Having that double tongue, not keeping, not not being truthful with their brothers and their sisters, they still find themselves. So what does that mean? Every time a new doctrine, or every time some new come, or every time there's a new opportunity, they're gonna be looking like, damn, is that it? Oh, is that me? Oh, is that where I'm supposed to be? Oh, is that what I'm supposed to be doing? Is that it right there? Because they still ain't rooted themselves. They still ain't found who they're supposed to be. Some they having an issue. So a brother or a sister or a sister come up to them and they tell them, and they come up to them. And they tell him, hey, this is what I think is going on. This is what I think is happening. I think that brother shouldn't have did you like this. I think that sister shouldn't have did you like this. And they're going to instantly believe it because they haven't fully decided what they believe yet. They're not rooted and grinding in the scripture. So their emotions is dictating everything they say. You can come to them and tell them anything. They're going to be like, damn, for real? Word? You Somebody come up to them and tell them, yeah, I think that brother really don't like you. Oh, word? You don't like me? And they already, they in their mind... They already unstable, so they just gonna believe it. Read on. For so doth the sinner that hath a double tongue. So doth the sinner that hath a double tongue. So you thinking that uh, I'm gonna tell you, some of our people, man, they be trying to worm their way through the commandments of God, man. For real, they be trying to worm their way through the commandments of God because you are gonna ask them the question, you know, did you do this? They gonna tell you, uh. Uh, I can't specifically. I don't. I don't know. Uh, this, that, and the third. And then they gonna say I technically didn't lie. But you you looking at the scripture like thou shalt not bear false witness. You thinking yeah I, I technically didn't break it. But it say for so doth what the sinner the what the sinner the what the sinner read that hath a double tongue. So. You asking somebody a question like, did you forget to do this? And they're going to say, well, I didn't forget. 
I just wasn't specifically remembering it at that time. Ain't that the same thing? Don't it just sound a little bit better, but it's the same exact thing? So you thinking you got away with that lie because you technically did not lie? It say, for so doth what? The sinner. Read. That hath a double tongue. Having a double tongue is a sin. Not speaking plainly and clearly is a sin according to the Bible. If someone comes and asks you a yes or no question and you don't answer yes or no, that is a sin. And if you don't have a yes or no, you should have a clear and concise reason why, you know, because if if some went on and that is not specifically what happened, then you should be able to explain this is what happened. But see, our people, we've been taught to really just drift through life and we really don't care about what goes on on the left hand or what goes on on the right hand. So when the time comes for us to be telling what happens, we just uh, we we not thinking that it's really important. Those details. We're not thinking that it's really important what happened. We're not thinking it's really important to give that good report or that bad report on what that sister or that brother. We're not thinking it's really important to make sure that we are being truthful and being single tongued. Only saying the one thing. Read on. Be steadfast in thy understanding. Be steadfast in thy understanding. That means be rooted, be strong, be grounded in thy understanding. Not drifting here and there. Read. And let thy word be the same. They say let thy word be the same. That means somebody come and ask you one thing this year. Next year they come ask you the same thing. Your word should be the same. You know, we all going to grow. Like if somebody tell you what the scripture mean, you tell them this. Next year you might tell them something different. That just means you grew. But if somebody come and tell you uh, what happened here this year, you should have that same story next year. Let thy word be the same. Some brother over here tell you what's the report on that brother. Is that a good brother? This year, you should have the same report next year. Not because, oh, man, he said something to me I didn't like. So now that brother was a bat. He was wicked as hell the entire time. That's not what you said last year. Last year, you said the brother was doing the work. Last year, you said the brother was in the spirit. Read on. Be swift to hear. Read. And let thy life be sincere. He say, and let thy life be sincere. Read. And with patience. With what? With patience. With what? With patience. Read. Give answer. It's saying don't be too quick to run your mouth. Don't be too quick to give an answer. Don't be too quick to talk about somebody. Don't be too quick to give the report. Don't be too quick to anything. You got to examine everything you say to somebody because I know especially on the bishop head. If the bishop come and tell us something wrong, who do it follow? It follow everybody because everybody listen to him. I know him. If I go and ask him something, he don't know. He going to tell me, I, I don't know. Let me go examine it. He'll co-examine it. He'll come back and he'll give me that answer that he believe according to the scriptures really is the truth. He not going to give me that double tongue. He's not going to give me that non-sincere answer. He's not going to have one answer for me here, another answer for me here, another answer for me here. He's going to give me that one answer. That's a leader. A man that when you ask him a question, he gives you the one answer. The answer that is the truth. Not what he believes at this moment, what they believe at this moment, what he feel like at this time. Man, he said something to me I don't like. I'm going to say it this time. This time I'm going to say what over here. And a lot of leaders are running their camp like that. I know the bishop just brought out the class on what the brother at the IUIC camp was doing. 
where he one one moment he over there like yeah you need to get this handled the next moment he over here like why did you do it like that the next moment he over here like i didn't say that the next moment he over here like i told you to do this why didn't you do this just double tongued all over the place don't even know what the brother really want read on if thou hast understanding if thou hast understanding read answer thy name see if you got the understanding give the answer but only if you have the understanding not before read on if not if not if you know that you don't understand read lay thy hand upon thy mouth but a lot of people they want to be the top scholar they won't know anything about it and they'll go and they'll just talk about it like they just the top expert don't esau do that esau i seen one thing on youtube it was a youtube commercial for the book of genesis esau and they're talking about we about to give you the the top class on the book of genesis esau don't know nothing about the book of genesis so how esau gonna come in here and act like he know about the book of genesis he's sitting there with it in his little uh uh what, what do they call it uh the with the patchwork jacket on you know the tweed that's what they call it tweed with the big glasses and a little and, and his little tobacco pipe talking about we about to begin class on the book of genesis he don't know nothing about the book of genesis so why are we being like that in the truth why somebody come and ask you something? You put on that tweed jacket like you Professor Esau up in here. Yeah, I'm about to give you the 100% definitive. Read on. Honor and shame. Honor and shame, read. Is in talk. So you can either be honored by your speech or you can be ashamed by your speech. Read. And the tongue of man is his fault. But I've never seen a person gossip and bring down the fall of somebody else. It don't it don't happen if you gossiping about somebody and it's not true i've never seen it where like that person gossiped about that person and it benefited the person that was gossiping they were sitting there doing a little gossip thing that person over there got in trouble and they got away with it i've never seen it happen every time i see somebody that got that double tongue they got that uh gossiping spirit that whispers they always are the one that get in trouble they always are the one that fall they always are the one that have shame so why don't our people ever learn it why why do they continue to do it? Because they always think they about to be the next dude to get away with it. They think they about to be the one that get away with the heist. Read on. Be not called a whisperer. Don't be called a whisperer, man. Read. And lie not and wait with thy tongue. Because a lot of people, man, they got that gossip. They really can't wait to get out of their mouth, man. They'll come to the school and they'll look around and they'll wait about two hours and they'll be like, nah, I ain't going to say nothing just yet. And then one person walk up to him. Hey, Shalom, bro. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. Come over here real quick. Let me holler at you. Did you hear what happened over here? Hey, man. Did you know that brother over there did that? Hey, man. I don't think that brother did that right. I don't think he taught that class right. I don't think that brother really brought that out. I don't think that that sister over there really in the spirit. I don't think. And, and I'm going to tell you something. People like. I'm going to tell you something. Israelites do a lot. They love to talk about new people that come into the camp, too. They love doing that. They love to take a take aside their best buddy, their best BFF friend, and then bring them over to the side. What you think about that, bro? Oh man, I don't think he really in the spirit. I don't think he really, uh, he really about this life, man. I don't think he really in the. He really trying to do the work of the Lord. Or they'll look at that sister. I think that sister bugged out. That sister over there, she not really in the spirit. See, look at look at the way she over there looking. Look at her face. Look at the way she dressed and stuff. That's what I. And you may look at me crazy, like man, we ain't doing that. Our people are doing that. Most assuredly, they are doing that. I've seen it happen. Our people do do that. 
because they love to look down on their own people because they go to work and they get looked down on every day on a daily basis. Eight hours a day, they get looked down on. So what do they go? What do they do? Instead of fighting for their nation, what do they do? They go find somebody else that they can look down on. So where's the place they can do that? Oh, they, oh, why well, go to a camp where new people come in and I'm the I'm the senior person. I've been a soldier for a year, two years. So I can look down on that person that just came in there. Our peoples, they really get their fix out of this, man. Read on. For a foul shame is upon the thief. And the thief, you stealing a person's good name. You stealing a, pace, a person's life. Because if you uh, whispering or gossiping on a person and you destroy that person, man, you just stole their chance to the kingdom. A thief, man. Read. And an evil can condemnation upon the double tongue. Read. Be not ignorant of anything. In a great matter or a small. So it say, be not ignorant of anything in a great matter or a small. A lot of people, man, they're going to look and say, well, I just didn't know. The Bible say you should not be ignorant of any of these things. That means you need to be watching classes. You need to be reading. You need to be researching. You need to be studying. Because if you're ignorant of anything, a great matter or a small, you are in sin. So let me ask you something. The people who don't know about the Feast of Tabernacles, are they still going to be judged for not going to the Feast of Tabernacles? Yes, right? The people who don't know not to eat pork, they're still going to be judged for eating pork, right? That's right. Correct. So what makes you any different? What makes you any different just because you got fringes on? You're not going to be judged because you don't know these scriptures? So you don't know that the double tongue means you shouldn't be uh, 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 you shouldn't be making up words and lying and, and you shouldn't be, uh, uh, making things sound better than they are. You shouldn't be, uh, uh, making yourself not transparent. You shouldn't be basically, uh, m maneuvering your words to deceive the masses. You shouldn't be doing those things. You, you say, Oh, I didn't know. I thought I just wasn't supposed to lie. So that make you just, you, you're not gonna, you're not gonna be judged for that sin. So you didn't know you wasn't supposed to talk about somebody. So does that mean you're not going to be judged for that sin? He's letting you know, be not ignorant of anything, a great matter or small. Ecclesiastes 5 and 1. Just because you don't know it, don't mean you're not going to be judged for it. So the people that really fear God, they're the ones that go and they read their Bible. They're the ones that go and study because they're trying to make sure that they're not doing something they're not supposed to be doing, great matter or small. Read on. The book of Ecclesiastes. Chapter 5 and verse 1. Read. Keep thy foot when thou goest to the house of God. Read. And be more ready to hear. And be more ready to learn. Be more ready to intake knowledge. Be more ready to, to be molded into that man or that woman of God. Read. Then to give the sacrifice of fools. A lot of people, man, they think just because they come into truth and they uh, come to camp that they give they've given enough sacrifice to be able to just get to the kingdom. The Bible say you're supposed to be more ready to hear than to give a sacrifice of a fool. That means you come into the school and you're not seeking and learning and trying to become that man or woman of the Lord. It don't matter how many times you come to camp. It don't matter how many camp one-on-ones you go to. It don't matter how many times you you uh, take care of the flyers. It don't, it don't matter how many times you load a video. It don't matter how many times you like and share. It don't matter how many times you clean the school. It don't matter how many times you, you teach somebody. It don't matter how it don't matter. Because if you're not learning and growing and being more ready to hear, all that sacrifice is a sacrifice of a fool, man. That's what he's letting you know. But let's get it. 
Let's get the understanding. Give me 1 Samuel 15 and 1. Let's see who else made a sacrifice of a fool. The book of 1 Samuel, chapter 15 and verse 1. Read. Samuel also said unto Saul, The Lord sent me to anoint thee to be king over his people, over Israel. Now therefore, hearken thou unto the voice of the, of the words of the Lord. So he's letting you know, the Lord sent Samuel to anoint Saul to be king over the people. The Lord sent these prophets to anoint these brothers, to teach over the people, to rule, to make sure the nation gets to the kingdom of heaven, to do the work. Read. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, I remember that which Amalek did to Israel, how he laid wait for him in the way when he came up from Egypt. Now go and smite Amalek. So he now giving him the mission. He's saying now go and smite Amalek, giving him the mission. A lot of brothers have been given the mission. Grow, increase yourself in the truth. Become that righteous man of the Lord. Keep the 613 commandments of the Lord. That is the mission. Read on. And utterly destroy all that have, all that they have, and spare them not, but slay both men and women and infants and suckling, ox and sheep, camel and ass. So he's been given the mission, right? Go to verse 9. Verse 9. But Saul and the people spared Agar. He did not complete the mission. So there's either you complete the mission or you don't complete the mission. Saul did not complete the mission. A lot of brothers are not completing the mission. The mission is to grow, increase, become a commandment keeper. Do what the Most High God say. Become that man that can lead the nation out of Egypt. That is the mission. And then not only become the man that can lead the nation, but become the man that can follow the man leading the nation. That is the mission. A lot of brothers are not completing the mission 100%. They'll come in, they'll put fringes on, come to the Sabbath day, and then they come to the, they come to the Sabbath day, they're thinking they completed the mission. But see, even Saul didn't fully complete the mission. Read. And the best of the sheep. So he kept the best of the sheep. Read. And of the ox. Read. And of the fatlings. And the lambs. And all that was good. And would not utterly destroy them. And would not utterly destroy them. Read. But everything that was vile and refused, that they destroyed. So, read on. Utterly. So, he did what he wanted to do. He didn't do what the Most High said to do diligently in the word. What he did was he said, I'm going to do what I think is right, what I think should be done. Give me verse 13. Verse 13. And Samuel came to Saul, and Saul said unto him, Blessed be thou the, of the Lord. That's that double speak right there, man. Brother, no, he, not, he didn't keep the commandments. No, he didn't complete the mission. He's going to come right up to the prophet, man. Blessed be thou the Lord. Blessed be Hey, shalom, Mike. Shalom, man. Shabbat shalom. Read on. I have performed the commandment of the Lord. Man, then he just, he just lied right to his face, man. But see, Saul, he thinking he did what he was supposed to do. 
He thinking that, oh yeah, I kept a good one so I could sacrifice it to the Lord. I, he thinking that he did what he was supposed to do. He know he didn't do the mission completely, but he gonna tell Samuel that though. Because he not thinking the Lord watching him. He thinking Samuel, he's he gonna tell Samuel that Samuel gonna be like, cool. And then everything gonna be gravy. Read on. And Samuel said, what meaneth then this bleeding of the sheep in my ears? He said, why, why, why am I seeing that you didn't complete the mission? Why am I seeing the best of the sheep and the oxen and the cattle from where Agag, where you were supposed to destroy? Why am I seeing them over here? Read on. And the lowing of the oxen, which I hear. Read. And Saul said, they have brought them from the Amalek, Amalekites. You see how Saul just blamed it on the peoples? They did that. Oh, they brought them. They, you know, they brought them from the Amalekites. You know, I, I told them not to, but they went ahead and, and did that. Read on. For the people spared the best of the sheep and of the oxen. That's a double tongue and a whisper if I ever did hear one, man. He going to make himself look good. Like, yeah, I completed the mission. But these people over here did something they wasn't supposed to be doing. That's a, ain't he just gossip on the peoples? The peoples was following him. And he going he gonna to tear down the name of the peoples. Read on. To sacrifice unto the Lord thy God. And the rest we have utterly destroyed. Give me verse 20. Verse 20. Because a lot of people, man, when they got a responsibility, they quick to blame somebody else, man. Read that up. And Saul said unto Samuel, Yea, I have obeyed the voice of the Lord. He said, I have obeyed. That's a, that's a lie. Straight up lie. He's saying, I have obeyed the voice of the Lord. Read. And have gone the way which the Lord sent me, and have brought Agog, the king of Amalek, and have utterly destroyed the Amalekites. So he making it sound sweet, like, yeah, I did what the Lord tell me to do. I even brought you the king back. I destroyed all the Amalekites. You know, I did it even more, 100% more than what you had. That's he making it look good, even though he just broke the commandments. Read. But the people took of the spoil, sheep and oxen, the chief of the things which should have been utterly destroyed. To sacrifice unto the Lord thy God in Gilgal. So he making it look good. He like, hey, the people took him, but uh, but the reason they took him was to sacrifice. So it's all good. That's a double tongue right there. Making it seem like it's all good when really you wicked as hell. Read on. And Samuel said, Hath the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices. As in obeying the voice of the Lord. Read. Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice. So he's saying he, don't give the sacrifice of fools because obedience is better than a sacrifice. You can come in here and be and, and come in here as a member and be keeping all the commandments of the Lord. It's better than that man who come in here and he want to be a soldier, officer, captain, deacon, and a brother not keeping 100 percent the commandment. It's better than that man. That's what he's letting you know. Being obedient is better than somebody that want to come in and act like they want to do all this sacrifices. Yeah, man, I give up my time. I give up my I give up my money. I come in here and spend money. I come in here and I do the work. And they really not 100% keeping the commandments. It's better for that man. They just came in. He didn't done no work, but he keeping the commandments. It's better for that man. Read on. And to hearken then the fat of the rams. And to hearken then the fat of the rams. Give me Ecclesiastes 5 and 1 again. 
Ecclesiastes chapter 5 and verse 1. Read. Keep thy foot when thou goest to the house of God. Read. And for they consider and, hold on. and be more ready to hear yep. than to give the sacrifice of fool. And be more ready to be obedient than to just give the sacrifice of a fool. Read. For they consider not that they do evil. They don't consider that they do evil, man. Read. Be not rash with thy mouth. Don't be rash with thy mouth. Read. And let not thine heart be hasty to utter anything before God. And a lot of people, man, they come in here, man, they ready to do all kind of oath swearing to the Lord. They ready to come in here, Yahweh Bahashim, Yahweh Shai. They ready to come in here, say, yeah, I want to do that job. I want to do that job. I want to do that job. And they ready to utter all these things before the Lord. But they haven't proved themselves yet. Read. For God is in heaven and thou upon earth. Therefore, let thy words be few. Give me 2 Thessalonians 2 and 3. Because our peoples, we want to act like all these scriptures apply to the other nations. The whole Bible is written about who? Us, right? So let's see what this is talking about. Because the thing is, the scriptures, they mention other nations. But we can always reference ourselves. That is the whole point of the scriptures. It's supposed to be a mirror. So when you're looking in the Bible and you're not examining yourself, then what you examining? What you really reading it for? Read this, Oct. The book of 2 Thessalonians, chapter 2 and verse 3. Read. Let no man deceive you by any means. He's saying let none of these brothers and sisters come in here and deceive you by any means, man. Don't let nobody come in here and just spit, spit a good word on you, man. The people who got the best lip service, man, they be, they be the wickedest ones. It be the ones that you really don't like. Those be the ones that be in the spirit. Because those be the ones that tell you like it is. Read on. For that day shall not come. Read. Except there come a falling away first. Read. And that man of sin be revealed. The son of perdition. You got a lot of men of sin in the truth wearing fringes, man. The sons of the devil and not of God. Ye are of your father the devil. The sons of perdition. Read. Who opposeth and exalteth himself above all that is called. Wherefore. Called God. Above all that is called God. That is called God. Seeing a lot of brothers being this truth. Becoming an end to the truth. Building camps. Setting himself up as God. Exalting himself above this Bible. Changing things in the Bible the way they see fit because they know they people ain't gonna read it. They know it just like just like TD Jakes. They acting just like TD Jakes because TD Jakes know that nobody in that congregation gonna read that Bible. They know it, and he know if they do read it, they're not gonna understand it. So the people in his truth with fringes set them up a camp. They gonna name themselves elder elder man of the camp. They go in there and teach whatever they want to. I can have six wives. Ain't nobody going to go gonna go in that Bible and prove them wrong. Ain't nobody going to go really read that Bible because somebody come in there and they start disagreeing. Well, brother, uh, we got two or three wives over here you can have. Oh, he going he gonna to look over there. He's going to be like, damn. Yeah, you just uh, you don't need to be asking him questions no more. He ain't going to be asking no more questions. He's going to be looking over there because he got that. He just now coming out the world. He, he been in the truth for six days and he getting offered three wives. He's going to look over there. He's going to be got that lustful spirit All, because... He ain't had the time to build himself up as that righteous man. You got a lot of people out there doing that. Giving gifts to attain power. Read. 
who opposeth and exalteth himself above all that is called God. Read. Or that is worshipped. Or that is worshipped. A lot of brothers are getting worshipped. And they don't, they, and the people that are doing the worshipping, sometimes they don't even realize that they're doing it. Because they've never really been taught anything else. They've never been taught by the real righteous men of the Lord. So they out there worshipping camp leaders out there, thinking that they're worshipping God, when they really don't know God. Read. So that he... As God. As he, now that camp leader is God, read. Sitteth in the temple of God. And now he's sitting in the temple of God, read. Shewing himself that he is God. So what, it, it, I mean, is it talking about Esau? You, I mean, the thing is, it, you can apply it to Esau, but who is showing, when you have your fringes on and you know what Christ looked like and you know who your God is, who can really pretend to be God? Only a brother up there in fringes that's not telling you the truth. That man can pretend to be God. Because you don't think that you're worshiping him, but you're really following everything he say. You don't even read this Bible. You're worshiping that man over there. See, the whole Bible applies to us, man. Give me James 1 and 19. The book of James chapter 1. Verse 19. Read. Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear. He said, let every man be swift to learn, be swift to change their life, be swift to grow. Read. Slow to speak. And slow to their action. Slow to trying to be that next brew. Slow to trying to run their mouth. Slow to trying to tell somebody something. Read. Slow to wrath. Slow to wrath. Slow to emotion. Slow to emotion. Slow to following your own opinion. Read. For the wrath of man. For the emotions, the opinions, the, I, the thoughts of man. Read. Worketh not the righteousness of God. Do not work the righteousness of God. That's why we have to change ourselves so drastically. Read on. Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness. He say all filthiness, read. And superfluity of naughtiness. And receive with meekness the engrafted word, which is able to save your soul. Which is able to save your souls. But see, when you got that lying spirit on you, you block yourself off from being able to receive that word. How can you receive the truth and you never speak the truth? Don't you reap what you sow? I mean, the, the, the laws of what the Most High God set up, there's laws to, to nature. People don't understand that. The same way the garden is, is the same way the people are. The same way the word is, the same way your voice is, the same way the sky is, the same way the ocean is, is the same way the people are. We are a reflection of nature. So if you're going to constantly sow out lies, what you going to get back? Deceit. All you're going to get back is diverse winds. All you're going to get back is instability. That's all you're going to get. But when you speak in truth, you're going to receive truth. Read. But be ye doers of the word. Be ye doers of that word, read. And not hearers only. Read. Deceiving your own self. Read on. For if any man be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. He gonna look in his Bible and he gonna see himself. See, he gonna go into 
the scriptures. He can go into Second Peter chapter three verse one. He gonna see that he not in the spirit. All the spirits that he got on him. He gonna read that. He gonna be like, damn, that sounds like me. Damn, that sounds like me. I got that hateful spirit. I got that whoremonger spirit. I got that lying spirit. I got that wicked spirit. I got that hating on my brother spirit. He gonna see all the spirits that he got, and he gonna behold himself in a glass. He gonna see his own natural face. Read. For he beholdeth himself. He look in that Bible. He like, damn, I don't like what I see. Read. And go it his way. Then he going to put that Bible down. He going to go his way. Read. And straightway forget it. What manner of man he was. He going to forget everything he just learned about himself. He learned in the Bible just then that he was a liar. He was like, damn, I am a liar. Close the Bible. Forget that he's a liar. He go right to the brew. Hey, Shalom, Mike. Did you hear what happened with that brew? That's what our peoples do. Because you can't help when you read this Bible, you can't help but get cut. If you're really reading it, if you understand what you're reading, and, you, and you're and not in the spirit, you can't help but get cut. You're going to open one thing, and it's going to be like, you wicked as hell. You're going to be like, damn. You're going to close the Bible, you're going to go about your day, and you're going to shalom somebody and brew somebody up. And you're going to forget. Give me Ecclesiastes 5 and 3. The book of Ecclesiastes. Chapter 5 and verse 3. Read that. For a dream cometh through yeah. the multitude of business. What is that talking about? A dream cometh through the multitude of business. A lot of people, they want to be the next prophet, man. They want to be the next person that got the understanding. They want to be the next person that's breaking down the parables that got what the, what the, what the leaders have. Give me Job. Give me, matter of fact, Psalms 33, oh, I wrote the wrong thing, Job 33, 14. I wrote Psalms. Give me Job 33 and 14. A dream cometh with the business. Job 33 and 14. The book of Job, chapter 33, verse 14. Read. For God speaketh once, yea, twice. Yet man perceiveth it not. Yet man perceiveth it not. Read. In a dream. In a what? In a dream. Read. In a vision of the night. When deep sleep falleth upon men. In slumberings upon the bed. Read. Then he openeth the ears of men. And sealeth their instruction. So real men of God get their instruction while they sleeping. Men's of God, they'll go to sleep with an issue. They'll wake up and have the solution. They'll get that instruction. But you only going to get that instruction if give me Romans 12 and 10. So a lot of people, they want to get that instruction without doing this. Romans 12 and 10. The book of Romans chapter 12 and verse 10. Read. Be kindly affection one to another with brotherly love. Read. In honor, preferring one another. Preferring one another, being real with one another. Read. Not slothful in business. Not slothful in business. Read. Fervent in spirit. Fiery in the spirit, man. Willing to do the work. Read. Serving the Lord. Hold on, doing what? Serving the the Lord. So the only way you're going to get that instruction is when you serve being the Lord. Go back to Ecclesiastes 5 and 3. Ecclesiastes chapter 5 and verse 3. 
For a dream cometh. He said, for instruction cometh, read. Through the multitude of business. Through the multitude of serving the Lord. Through all the work you do for the Lord. Read. And a fool's voice. A fool's voice, though, read. Is known by multitude of words. They're not going to be known by the amount of work they do for the Lord. They're going to be known by the amount of running their mouth they do. A fool's voice is known by multitude of words. Read. When thou vowest a vow Read. unto God, defer not to pay. A lot of people still got a lot of vows to pay. They got a lot of debt to the most high to pay. Because when they come into the truth, they're like, Lord, I'll do this. Lord, I'll do that. Lord, I'll do this. Lord, I'll do that. All praises. I'm going to take care of this. I got, I'm going to go to camp. I'm going to take care of this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this over here. And then they come into the truth. And six months later, a year later, they're like, hey, well, uh, they've fallen off. They still come to camp. But are they doing all those vows they said to the Lord they was going to do? Read on. For he hath no pleasure in fools. He hath no pleasure in fools. Read. Pay that which thou hast vowed. Read. Better is it that thou shouldest not vow than that thou shouldest vow and not pay. Give me Matthew 21 and 28. The book of St. Matthew, chapter 21, verse 28. Read. But what think ye? A certain man had two sons, and he came to the first and said, Son, go work today in my vineyard. So he called on the men to go work in the vineyard, right? Read. He answered and said, I will not. So you had a lot of brothers that they came into the truth and they wasn't fully ready. They, they wasn't fully ready, ready to do that. They was trying to build. They was trying to grow. Read. But afterward, he repented. And when, but afterward, he, he said, I'm willing to go do the mission. Read. And he came to the second. See now, but really, more brews are like this second. Read. And said, likewise. And he answered and said, I go, sir. Man, he said, go do my work. That brother, like, I'm going. I'm, I'm about to go do the work. I'm about to go wake up the nation. I'm about to be giving up sleep for the truth. I'm about to be at every cleaning of the school. I'm about to be at every camp 101. I'm about to make sure that I'm doing this work. I'm about to be keeping the commandments. I'm about to be, my, my words are going to be pure. Everything going to be right. Read. And went not. And then two weeks later, you're like, damn, bro, where where you go? See, a lot of brews end up like that. Give me Ecclesiastes 5 and 6. The book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 5 and verse 6. Read. Suffer not thy mouth to cause thy flesh to sin. It says, suffer not thy mouth to cause thy flesh to sin. So a lot of our peoples, they be keeping the commandments. They ain't eating no pork. They 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 wearing fringes. They keeping the Sabbath day. And then they go and they run their mouth and they ruin all that hard work they was just working on, man. They was they all them Sabbaths they gave up for the Lord. And then they go run their mouth and now they're going into the lake of fire. Damn. See? Their mouth can cause thy flesh to sin. Read. Neither say thou before the angel that it was an error. You can't just run your mouth and then go and say, damn, my bad. 
Oopsie daisy. That's not how it works. Read. Wherefore should God be angry at thy voice and destroy the work of thine hand? And the Lord can destroy everything in your life. Read. For in the multitude of dreams and many words, there are also diverse vanities. But fear thou God. Diverse vanity. Vanity. That's what it all come down to. Pride. People got that vanity, man. They want to look good. Give me Sirach 28 and 12. People got that vanity, man. They want to look good. They want somebody to see them in a certain light. So they're going to go tell this person that. Then they want somebody else to see them in a certain light. So they, so you got a murmuring friend over here. What you going to do with that friend? You're going to murmur. You got a friend over here that's in the spirit. What you going to do with that friend? You're going to stand there and act like you're in the spirit. You got a friend over here that's in leadership. What you going to do? Hey, bro, can I do something? You got a sister over here that think you cute. You're going to go over there and do your little flirt thing. You're going to do whatever you got to do to make sure everybody over here see you in a certain light. Because you got that vanity. Read that, Doc. The book of Ecclesiasticus, chapter 28, and verse 12. Read. If thou blow the spark. If thou blow on the spark, read. It shall burn. You can start that fire, read. If thou spit upon it. But if thou spit upon it, read. It shall be quenched. You can shut down a lot of problems, read. And both these come out of thy mouth. He's saying you can wound and you can heal with your words, man. Read. Curse. The whisper. But curse that whisper, read. And double tongue. Where are them curses at? What curses? Curse? What curse is he talking about? What curses come upon a whisper and a double tongue? What book can we find those curses in? The book of Deuteronomy, chapter 28, verse 15 through 68. You're going to see all the curses that come upon the whisper and the double tongue. Read. For such have destroyed many that were at peace. Man, it, it just said, many of those people that are whispers and double tongue have destroyed many that were at peace before they even met that person. That person at peace, man, he keeping the commandments, striving to do the work. The wrong person comes sit next to him. He looking over, shalom, bro, much love. And he like, much love. Did you hear what happened here? This brew, young in the truth, just trying to keep the commandments. He like, damn, for real? Uh, I don't know. Maybe I should. He like, nah, man, don't go tell him because they're going to rebuke you. See? Destroyed many that were at peace. Give me Matthew 28. No, Matthew 18 and 6. Do we apply these scriptures to ourselves? Do we? Or do we just apply them to, because I know a lot of people, when they read the scriptures, they apply them to people. Like somebody will leave the camp because they just got rebuked. And so what do they do? They go in the scripture and they'll be like, uh, damn, that, that scripture talking about that brother that just left. Damn, that scripture talking about them. Damn, they was wicked as hell. They don't understand that the scripture talking about you too. The scripture always applies to you. But our peoples, we always want to go in the scripture and apply it to somebody else. Uh, yeah, that's that brother over there. Damn, that's that sister over there. Damn, they, they was doing that yesterday. Damn, that was... And we don't look at it, and it's all talking about us, too. See? The only people that should be... I'm going to tell you like this. Your house, it starts with a mirror and ends with a window. That's the building of the house. The first thing you build in the house is a mirror. 
And the last thing you build in the house is a window. So a lot of brothers, they start with the window and their whole crash falls. Their whole house crashes in on the window. See, you need to start with the mirror and examine yourself. Don't even build the window till you've completed the entire house. So the only people that should be looking through windows is the people in leadership because they've completed their house. They've built the window. A lot of brothers, man, they ain't even had no, they don't got no doors. They don't got no home security system. They over there looking through the window. They got burglars coming in, stealing their PlayStation and their crockpots. Read that, Ock. The book of St. Matthew, chapter 18, verse 6. Read. But whoso shall offend one of these little ones which believe in me, it were better for him that a milestone were hanged about his neck and that he were drowned in the depth of the sea. Man, so a lot of our brothers and sisters are guilty of this, man. A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of our brothers and sisters are guilty and need to have a millstone hanged around their neck. We're going to need a really big millstone, I'm telling you, because we're going to have to drown thousands at a time. That is how, that is how uh, uh, guilty are peoples of the sin. Read on. Woe unto the world because of offenses. Read. For it must, for it must needs be that offenses come. But woe to that man by whom the offense comes. It's a destruction to that man who offending the peoples in this truth trying to learn. Read. Wherefore, if thy hand or thy foot offend thee, cut them off. A lot of people, they looking like, damn, uh, my hand committed this sin. My hand brought this cigarette up to my lips. I need to cut my hand off. Is that what that's talking about? So is the Bible telling you to cut your hand off? Let's find out. Read on. And cast them from thee. Read on. It is better for thee to enter into life, halt or maimed, rather than having two hands or two feet to be cast into everlasting fire. Let's find out. Give me 1 Corinthians 12 and 14. Let's see if it's saying that you're supposed to cut your hand off. Because, I mean, don't you got another hand? So ain't you just going to light the cigarette with your other hand? I mean, am I tripping? You must be stupid to think that you can't light the cigarette with the other hand. Read this, I The book of 1 Corinthians, chapter 12 and verse 14. Read. For the body is not one member, but many. Read. If the foot shall say, because I am not the hand. Hold on, how the foot going to talk? So it's talking about people's. If the foot, if the people shall say, read. Because I am not the hand. Because I'm not this other people over here, read. I am not of the body. Read. Is it therefore not of the body? Is it therefore not of the body? Read on. And Man. if the ear shall say, because I am not the eye. If the ear, the brother over here that got this job say, because I'm not the sister over here that got this job, read. I am not of the body. Read on. Is it therefore not of the body? Give me, go back to Matthew 18 and 9. So he's letting you know 
that these body parts are people. So let's see what he say. Read verse 9 again. The book of St. Matthew chapter 18 and verse 9. Read. And if thine eye offend thee. So if this person, this eye offend thee, offend the nation, offend the body, read. Pluck it out. Hold on, do what now? Pluck it out. What are we supposed to do to that person? Pluck it out. Read. And cast it from thee. And cast it out. Read. It is better for thee to enter into life with one eye. Read. Rather than having two eyes to be cast into hell fire. Because that one person get the whole camp killed. But people, they, they've been reading in the Christianity church. I ain't seen, have you seen one person in Christianity pluck their eye out? So I guess they just, they was reading this and they skipped over that scripture. They was like, oh, Jesus knows. This, this was old, this was the olden times. They was out there plucking their eyes out, I guess. Psalms chapter 12 and verse 1. So did you see any of the prophets pluck their eye out? Was Did Paul pluck his eye out? I don't remember that one. Did Samuel pluck his eye out? I mean, somebody had to have been keeping that scripture, right? For him to write it in there, somebody had to have cut their tongue out or cut off their hand or pluck their eye off. But I guess he's telling us to do it, but he don't want to do it. I guess that's what, that's what they thinking. Read that, I. The book of Psalms, chapter 12 and verse 4. Read. 12 and, no, I'll start at verse 1. Verse 1. Read. Help, Lord, for the godly man ceaseth, for the faithful fail from among the children of men. Look, David is saying there ain't no more godly men. There ain't no more faithful men. All the men he's seeing around him are having these wickedness that they hiding under, underneath that, that wool, that wool clothing. There is no more godly men. Read. They speak. Vanity. All these Israelites around me speaking vanity, man. They're not really speaking truth. They're just speaking lip service. You don't know who to trust. Read. Everyone with his neighbor. Read. With flattering lips. They're going to flatter, man. They're going to tell you all, sister, you look good. Brother, you in the spirit. Oh, brother over here, man, you looking you, you, you looking solid. You know, you know, this, that, the third brother over here is saying what you like. So you're going to tell him he in the spirit. But he really wicked as hell. Read on. And with a double heart. And with a double heart, read. Do they speak? Read on. The Lord shall cut off all flattering lips. He gonna cut off all flattering lips. That means you're not gonna do it up in here. Read. And the tongue that speaketh proud things. Read. Who have said, with our tongue will we prevail? Read. Our lips are our own. They say they thinking they can just say whatever they want to say. Read. Who is Lord over us? And a lot of them got that problem. They say, man, that 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 bishop can't tell me what to say. Uh, the, the Bible said that I'm supposed to speak out. The Bible said cry loud and spare not. And I'm supposed to tell. See, they thinking that they can just, ain't, ain't that the same thing what they did to Moses? They said, Moses can't tell me what I'm supposed to do. I'm going to just do what I'm going to do. Read on. For the oppression of the poor, for the signing, signing of the needy, now will I arise, saith the Lord. I will set him in safety from him that puffeth at him. Read on. The words of the Lord are pure words. Are what? Are pure words. What is a pure word? That means you cannot, it's not, the Bible say you're supposed to speak like the Bible. That means your words cannot be privately interpreted. There is no private interpretation of the Bible. So there can't be any private interpretation of your words. 
everything you say got to be pure and plain and concise and clear. Read. As silver tried in a furnace of earth. Read. Purified seven times. Purified seven times. Read. Thou shalt keep them, O Lord. Thou shalt preserve them from this generation forever. Give me Sirach 28 and 14. Read that, I. The book of Sirach chapter 28 verse 14. Read. A backbiting tongue hath disquieted many. That uh, Speaking against your brothers and your sisters, that has destroyed many peoples. Read. And driven them from the from nation to nation. And now these peoples, because I know too many peoples that come into the truth. I've seen in the last two weeks, I'm pretty sure I've seen two or three different people that say, I, I, they, I've been walking out there. They say, hey, Shalom. I look at them. They ain't got no fringes on. And they looking at me. And I'm like, what camp you with? Oh, well, I used to be with so-and-so camp. Oh, I used to be with so-and-so camp. But there was a lot of drama over there. But there was a lot of this and that going over there because the backbiting tongue disquieted them and drove them from nation to nation. That's why a lot of these people be camp hopping. Read on. Strong cities hath it pulled down and overthrown the houses of great men. That backbiting can destroy our entire nation. Give me James 3 and 6. The book of James, chapter 3 and verse 6. Read. But ye have despised. James 3 and 6. But, and the tongues is a fire. And the tongue is a fire. Do you know what fire do? Fire spreads. You see what I'm saying? So, all you got to do is, and it's going to be like that game of telephone. And it's just going to spread through the whole congregation. I heard so-and-so was gay. Everybody looking at that brother different now. Just because you wanted to have an opinion about something. Now that brother's getting called into the back. Uh, sir, do you got that homosexual spirit? No, I ain't never. Now his name is tarnished. See, read on. A word. A world <laughs> of iniquity. It's a, a world of sin. Read. So is the tongue among our members. So is that one person who want to run their mouth among the entire body can spread a fire that can destroy the entire nation. Read. That it defileth the whole body. It will defile the entire camp. Read on. And setteth on fire the course of nature. And see, that's my favorite part. It say it setteth on fire the course of nature. Every Nothing will run right. Because somebody want to run their mouth. Everything going to be out of whack. Things aren't going to operate correctly. The, the spirit ain't going to be with us. People going to stop coming into the camp. We're not going to be able to pay the bills. Things just going to just be out of order. Read. And yeah. it is set on fire of hell. Read on. For every kind of beast and of birds and of serpents and of things in the sea is tamed and hath been tamed of mankind. Read. 
but the tongue can no man tame. Man, you can't stop that person. Man, you got we gotta have to kill him. We gotta kill him. That's what's gonna happen in the kingdom, man. If you had, if you got that murmuring, that backbiting, that double tongue, it, it we. I'm telling you, the 144 gonna have PTSD. That's the way it's gonna be. The 144, anything go down that that that's wicked as hell, 144 be like, I'm not going back. They gonna kill him. Hey, automatic. The, the, you you got that wicked backbiting spirit on you. The 144 gonna step up and he just gonna slice the neck off and you'll be like, bro, I'm not going back to slavery. I'm not doing it, man. He gonna he gonna be panicking. He's like, I'm not going back. <laughs> That's what the, that that spirit of I'm not risking nothing to go back into slavery. I'm not letting no bit of wickedness in here to go back into slavery. That's what the 144 man gonna be like. Read on. It is an unruly evil. Full of deadly poison. Full of deadly can poison the entire nation. Give me Sirach 28:15. The book of Sirach, chapter 28 and verse 15. Read. A backbiting tongue hath cast out virtuous women. He oh oh oh. Read it again. A backbiting tongue hath cast out virtuous women. So then you got these sisters, man. You got a sister that's trying to keep the commandments. Trying to do what the Most High say. Not only that, but the woman applied to the to the Israelite man too. You got the brother trying to keep the commandments. Trying to do what the Most High say. Virtuous. And then you got somebody want to run their mouth. Brother and sister, leave the truth, man. End up going into that lake of fire. Who fault is that? Read on. And deprive them. Of their labor and deprive them of the work they were supposed to do. Read, whoso hearkeneth unto it shall never find rest and never dwell quietly. And never dwell quietly. Read on. The stroke of the whip maketh marks in the flesh, <laughs> but the stroke of the tongue breaketh bones. But the stroke of the tongue will break bones. Will separate us as a nation. We are the bones. Read. Many have fallen by the edge of the sword. Many have fallen. Read. But not so many as have fallen by the tongue. Read. Well is he that is defended from it. How do you defend yourself from the tongue? How do you defend yourself from the whisperer, the double tongue, and the backbiter? By having good communication skills. That's all. If you hear something going on, communicate it with your leadership. Please call 1-800-CALL-THE-DEACON. And you, you will get right in touch with somebody that will give the full rebuke to the person who was speaking that. That is, that is how you defend yourself from that whisper and the backpiting is if you have good communication skills. But if you lack communication skills, you're going to hear something and you're not going to say nothing. And it's going to spread like that's like you go into your house and you see that one of the burners is on fire. And you just go right upstairs and you don't, hey, not my problem. Then you upstairs and you see fire starting to spread. You're like, damn, what happened? Well, why didn't you put it out? Why didn't you say something? Why didn't you call 911? Read on. And hath not passed through the venom thereof. Who hath not drawn the yoke thereof? Read. Nor hath been bound in her band. Read on. For the yoke. Thereof is a is a yoke of iron. A lot of people's brothers and sisters be putting that yoke of iron on their own 
peoples. That's the issue. They be putting that yoke of iron on their own peoples. Read. And the bands thereof are bands of brass. And see, that's what I tell you. A lot of people, they be thinking the curses is only been taught. One matter of fact, go get me that. Give me Deuteronomy twenty-eight forty-eight. We gonna get through it real quick. Cause the thing is, our people they think the curses is taught one way. They think the curses applies one way. Deuteronomy twenty-eight forty-eight. <laughs> the book of Deuteronomy, chapter twenty-eight and verse forty-eight. Forty-eight. Yeah, read. Therefore shalt thou serve thine enemies. Therefore shalt thou serve thine enemies. Is your enemies only people of the other nations, or can they also be people of your own nation? Can't you have enemies that enemies people that don't keep the commandments? Enemies are people that can't watch their mouth. Enemies are people that hate their own peoples. Can't those be enemies? So it's saying, therefore shalt thou serve thine enemies. A lot of people in here they join a camp, man, only to serve a brother that's wickeder than them. Only to serve a brother that really think that he got. Therefore shalt thou serve thy enemies, read. Which the Lord shall send against thee. Some of these wicked leaders can get set up for a time, read. And hungry. Okay, so they be hungry for the word, read. And in thirst. And they be thirsty for the word, read. And in naked. And they be, they, be, they be naked in sin, read. And in want of all things. And they be wanting to learn how to be an Israelite, read. And he shall put a yoke of iron. Upon thy neck. Ain't that what it just said? That this yoke can be a yoke of iron? See, they be thinking that it be one thing. He said he shall put a yoke of iron upon thy neck. He gonna put that wickedness on you. He gonna be in there running his mouth and saying things he shouldn't be saying. Read. Until he have destroyed thee. Until you bugged out just like him. Give me. Matter of fact, give me 2 Maccabees 12 and 36 last precept. This will be what I this will be the last one I show you. Second Maccabees 12 and 36. Because I want to show y'all what what the most high do to the people that be lying. The ones that be double tongued, the ones that be acting like acting like they about the business. Let's see what the most high do. Read this out. The book of Second Maccabees, chapter 12 and verse 36. Read. Now, when they that were with Georgius had fought long and were weary, Judas called upon the Lord that he would shew himself to be their helper and leader of the battle. Read on. And with that, he began in his own language and sung songs with a loud voice and rushing unawares upon Georgius men. He put them to flight. He put so Judas Maccabeus put these wicked peoples to flight, man. Read. So Judas gathered his host and came into the city of Odalum. And when the seventh day came, they purified themselves as the custom was and kept the Sabbath in the same place. So they had won this battle, right? Read on. And upon the day following. As the use had been, Judas and his company came to take up the bodies of them that were slain. They came to take up the bodies of their brethren that was killed in the battle, read. And to bury them with their kinsmen and their father's grave. And they wanted to bury them with honor, read. 
Now under the coats of everyone that was slain. So everyone that was killed, they was hiding some in their coats, read. They found things consecrated to the idols of the Gemini. So everyone that was killed in the battle was actually wicked as hell. And they was in there lying and saying that they was in the spirit. Read. Which is forbidden the Jews by the law. Read. Then every man saw that this was the cause wherefore they were slain. Sometimes that's the way the most I do it. I mean, you be out there doing your thing at camp. Somebody get seriously hurt. You find out that brother was on the down low. Or you find out that brother was whoremongering. Or you find out that brother really was murmuring. Or you find out that brother was really not in the spirit. And then, but you be like, damn, that brother always came into the Sabbath and he was always excited to go to camp and he was brewing shalom and he was out there and he had his garment creased up and everything was nice. And you find out that brother was never really keeping the commandments. A double tongue. And they be very skillful and very intelligent with it. But you just got to know who you're dealing with. The most high. And we're going to end it on that man. Shalom.